Hi, I'm Eilish, a 21-year-old with drive, a glimmer of hope and a smile on my face just trying to make it in the big world. I'm here to help you with mindset, motivation, business, health and anything for your growth. We all have to start somewhere and I want to take you on my journey. Intentionally Me is a podcast about becoming the best version of you, showing up and getting shit done. So buckle in while we leave no topic unturned. Thank you for taking the time to join me on this journey. Hello guys and welcome back to Intentionally Me. I'm so grateful to have you guys here today and listening and I hope you are all having an amazing week, an amazing day, wherever it is you are listening. Um, This week's podcast episode is about habits. So to me, habits are something that I've for a long time have had bad habits. But in all my mindset stuff, learning habits just tiny little things each day is what has created some of the biggest changes in my life. Like rather than doing a full 180, I've started just implementing little changes and little habits that are done daily and repeated are compounding and creating and getting me closer to that life that I want to live. So it really is the little changes day to day that create the life you want. It's not so much about dropping everything and completely changing your lifestyle like you need to be able to do something that you are comfortable and something that makes you feel better like if you think doing little changes is going to be more sustainable for you that's the way to do it not this whole 180 drop everything completely change your lifestyle like I've never understood that way of thinking like I've tried it and it just never worked for me so I will admit, I still have some bad habits. Some mornings, the first thing I do is pick up my phone, which I really need to stop because I read something really interesting the other day. The reason you can't concentrate during the day, like concentrate on a task at hand, is because when you get up and the first thing you reach for is your phone, you're giving your body a dopamine hit. You're getting, you may be seeing that you've had some likes, or you may be seeing photos of your friends and stuff, and you're getting that dopamine hit. And then the rest of the day, that is your baseline dopamine hit. So if you're underneath that, you feel like crap, you don't feel like doing anything, you don't have the motivation. So by getting that, and it's not a good dopamine hit, it's a bad dopamine hit, first thing in the morning, anything below that is going to make you feel sluggish or negative. And because you get it first thing in the morning, the rest of your day is down that low, unless something really exciting happens. But in regular day-to-day life, it's it's not helpful at all. So that is something I am really trying to change. Um, Netflix is another bad one. I will often put off work to just sit down and watch Netflix because it's easy. To me, sitting and watching Netflix is so much easier than sitting and getting work done, especially at night when you just want to wind down and finish your day off. So that's another bad one that I'm trying to get out of. Um, one book I will recommend 100% is Atomic Habits by James Clear. This was one of the earlier books I read when I started my mindset journey because I had seen it seen a lot of people on their mindset journey recommend it and the front of the book is tiny changes remarkable results atomic habits an easy and proven way to build good habits and break bad ones so 100,000% recommend this book because it goes into detail about breaking down old bad habits back to like your baseline and then building new ones from there and creating and stacking habits on top of each other. And it is 
it is really eye-opening and thought-provoking. Like, I'm going back and reading it for a second time and I'm picking up little things that I just didn't see before and didn't comprehend kind of thing. So it is a really good book to read because it really does come down to those tiny changes every day add up and make massive differences. So the next thing I've read recently was by a guy called Tom Bartow and it's The Three Phases of Habit Formation. So I was looking up habits and just trying to do some research around them and this whole 21-day habit thing is a lie. Like it might happen for you, it might not. It all depends on how desirable this habit is to get you to where you want to be. So some habits may take 60 days to to implement and really just make feel natural and some take 21. Like there's no solid science proving that 21 days is the magic number for a habit. So this Tom Bartow guy, he talks about the three phases of habit formation and by identifying these phases, it makes creating a habit so much easier. Like it makes it become more natural. It makes it easier to implement and build from. So I'll go through the phases. So phase one is the honeymoon. So this is the phase where you've just had inspiration and you're going, oh, this is really easy. So like, say you want to get up earlier. Say you want to get up an hour early every morning because you've seen someone really successful in your field doing it and you think, oh, this is what I should be doing. This is what I want to be doing. So your first few mornings, while you still have that inspiration and motivation behind it, you're going to be like, oh, this is really easy. This is fun. Blah, blah, blah. Sit down, get my work done in the hour before anyone else is awake. Like, And I have done this because I also read the 5am club. And I was like, after reading the book, I was like, yeah, I'm going to get up at 5am. Cool. And then it just didn't fit in with a few things in my life. And I know that's an excuse But at that point in time, and at this point in time, I don't feel the need to be getting up earlier. Like I love my mornings just sort of laying in bed. I'm still up at like six o'clock, but because I have days off that I can spend time working on stuff for me and things like that, it's, to me, it's not a necessity right now. I'm not working full time. I don't need to try and cram things in first thing in the morning. Like it's just what works for you and how it happens. So the first phase is the honeymoon. This is easy phase, they call it. Phase two is the fight through. So this is where inspiration starts to fade and reality sets in. So this is maybe the third or fourth morning when you're tired. Maybe it's winter, it's cold, you don't feel like getting up. You don't feel like getting up, so you start to sink back into your old habits. Maybe on the fourth day you stay in bed and don't get up, and then on the fifth day you try it, and then you're feeling groggy because you've gotten yourself out of the little routine you're in. And this is where the old habits look easier, so you go back to them. The key to moving to the third phase in is in two to three fight-throughs, they call it. So to win them, you need to use a couple techniques. And one is recognize. So recognize that you are sinking back into your old habits. Recognize that you don't have the inspiration there anymore. And like, make it clear as to, this isn't working for me right now. And why isn't it working? So that takes us on to step two, which is ask yourself two questions, which is how will I feel if I do this? And how will I feel if I don't do this? Bring emotion into the equation because to get things done, you need emotion behind it. Like emotion is literally energy in motion. 
So you need that emotion behind you to make it feel worth something as such, to make it feel like you are doing this and you have a good reason to be doing this. This isn't just something for fun or this isn't just something because someone else is doing it. Make it something that makes makes you the better person makes you into who you want to be and gets you that one step closer to the life you truly desire living and this is where emotion comes into it and then three life projection so imagine in detail how your life will be in five years if you do not begin to make these changes so if you say it is the waking up early getting work done if you are struggling with that sit down and work out what your life will be like in five years and maybe an easier example of this is going to gym what will your life be like in five years if you don't start going to the gym now maybe you'll start going in three years maybe you'll start soon but being ahead now is the best way to be when it comes to your goals So by sitting down and going, how will it look if I don't start going to gym? You're like, yes, you can still have a good life, but you're probably not going to be as healthy. You're probably not going to be as strong. You're probably not going to feel as good. You're not going to have as much body confidence. Like you've just got to, in really, really deep detail, work out what your life will look like if you don't do this. And then base that off with what your life will look like. Like, obviously, you're going to love life so much more if you're healthy and happy and fit and can either keep up with your kids or keep up with friends. Like, just get into detail. And this is another thing with bringing emotion into it. Get into really deep detail as to what the true paths will look like. And then this should get you back on track with building that habit. And then phase three is second nature. So this phase is described by getting in the groove. Um, This is where everything starts to feel natural. Um, You've been doing it for a week or two and you've fitted in around your usual schedule. You've been able to complete it for for so many days in a row. But this section, this phase doesn't come without interruption though. So these are... These interruptions can change things. So these interruptions look like, one, the discouragement monster, which is where you're doing something, you're in the groove, you're feeling good about it, and then one morning you wake up or one day you go to do this, build this habit, and you just think it's not working for you. Like a lot of people with gym, they'll get a few months in and then go, this isn't working for me, what's the point? But they've got to realise it's building little bit by little bit by little bit. And in a few years' time, you're going to turn around and go, thank God I started that. So this is the discouragement monster is where it seems like you can't do it and there's nothing that's working for you and all these negative thoughts come in. So it's just, again, recognizing that and building from there and realizing what's fact and what's opinion kind of thing. Number two is disruptions. So this is significant changes to your current pattern. So this is changes to your current routine, whether it be holidays or weekends can even throw you off 
or you get sick or you have something unexpected pop up. Like you can plan as much as you want, but that doesn't mean things aren't going to interrupt you and get in your way every now and again. So again, it's just having little fallbacks where if something does pop up, you find a way to work around it or you go easier on yourself and say, hang on, no, it is in my best interest right now to skip this building this habit for three days while I go tend to whatever it is that's going on. So just recognize, again, just recognize the disruptions, plan for them as much as you can, but obviously things are going to pop up that are so unexpected. You won't be able to, you won't be able to get around it. And number three is seduction of success. So this is when you start to focus on the positive results. This is when you start to see those little things changing. It becomes easier. It, like you see those little positive results and this is where you begin to think this is actually working for me. I have figured out how to have great results without a huge process behind it. Like this is where your self-confidence boosts and you go, hang on, no, this I can do this. This is not as hard as I thought it would be. It's starting to feel easy and that is true, honestly the best feeling when you're like, you get like three months in and you're like, oh crap, I'm still doing this. Like this feels so good. So once you reach that seduction of success, it becomes so much easier and your endorphins and dopamine and everything start to pipe up and go, hang on, we really like this. This is really working for us. And that's how you know this habit is like an automatic way of life now. It's just wired into your brain. You don't have to think about doing it. You just it, you just get up and it gets done. Now, this process can be interrupted. So sometimes you might get to phase three where it starts to become easier and it's feeling like it's really, really working for you and those doubts come back in. And you might have to go back to um, phase two. You might have to go back and ask yourself those questions again. What if I don't do this? What if I do do this? You might need to sit down and look at a life projection and work out what it is really for you. And then that will bring you back to phase three. So it's all about a learning curve and building from where you were and if you take a step back that's fine just recognize you've taken that step back and start building forwards from there because great habits are formed daily so going back to atomic habits there's in the start of the book they talk about the four laws to creating a good habit and this is something that sparked my interest mostly because they've broken it down not in a time frame but in just in four things that you have to do that will make it so much easier and more reliable of a habit. It will make it fit into your lifestyle so much easier. So the first law is make it obvious. So this is the cue. So make it something that is so obvious you can't miss it in your day. Whether And like coming back to brushing your teeth, it's so obvious that you do that before you leave the house. So that's a habit. Make it something that you can't just skip over. And it will become so much easier and you won't have to think about it. Your brain will see it and go, okay, this is what I got to do. And that's, so that's the first law. The second law is make it attractive. So this is making the craving. Make it a habit that is attractive to you and what you want. So like I said before, if you're not a morning person and getting up an hour earlier each morning is just not going to work for you and it scares you and it. It just does not sound like fun to you. Don't do it. Like 
maybe staying up an hour later is easier for you. Make it that and like give yourself give yourself little things that are going to know that it's attractive to you and where you want to be in life so that it makes it easy, which is the third law, make it easy. So don't, like with gym, don't sign up to a gym that's half an hour away in the opposite direction from work. Try and find a gym, even if it might be a little bit more expensive or not quite as a fancy gym, make it something that's like on your way to work so that you can put your clothes in the car and then on your way home you just go, oh, all right, I'm just going to drop in here. And it's easy. It's not out of the way. It's not a chore. It's easy. It's right there and easy to do. The fourth thought is make it satisfying. So give yourself a reward. Say you do it for a week. Say it is gym. Say you do it for a week. All right, you can go get a massage. Another week, go get a massage. Make it satisfying and something and not even not even a reward. Making, making it satisfying can be as simple as I don't know if you've ever gone to the gym, you do your workout while you're doing the workout, you're just like, oh, this is so hard. My body's hurting. I'm so drained. And then you get home and you might just be sitting on your phone or you might have housework through. And all of a sudden you just realize that you're, you feel good. Like there's all these endorphins running through your body and it just feels nice to have moved and pushes you to your limits. Like, and that to me is so satisfying, just having that feeling of, oh crap, I like, this feels good. I really enjoy this. And that's your little reward is the endorphin hit or make it a massage. Find something that is satisfying to you and make it like a little reward. So all these laws can be inverted to break bad habits. So the inversion of the first law is make it invisible. Say it is for getting on your phone first thing in the morning. Put it in your drawer. Buy a little alarm clock that isn't your phone because the first thing you do in the morning is your phone screens it up. You have to press stop or snooze or whatever you do. And then it's so easy to just pick it up and start scrolling. So make it invisible. Put it in a drawer or hide whatever it is that you don't want to be doing. The second law is make it unattractive. Think about this bad habit and go why would I want to do that? Like it's it's not getting me closer to where I want to be. It's not helping my health. It's not good for me. Like make it so unattractive that the thought of it makes you go, oh, yuck, why would I want to do that? Like make it something that doesn't interest you at all. Um, the third law is make it difficult. So like I said before, gym on the way to work or on the way home is easy but say it was I don't know say you wanted to quit smoking or something and I know it's not easy this is just a this is just an example promise yourself that you will only buy smokes from a server or a shop that's half an hour out of your way like don't make it so easy that you can just drop in at your closest woolies and buy food and then buy a pack of smokes on your way out like Make it difficult so that you really have to think about whether it's worth going out of your way to do it. And number four is make it unsatisfying. A lot of bad habits in themselves are already unsatisfying. Apart from like going on your phone, you get that little dopamine hit, yeah. Keep your mind occupied. But make it so unsatisfying. Again, make it so unsatisfying that you 
it doesn't appeal to you at all. Like, make it so bad that it's nothing, It's there's nothing that will even interest you in doing it. So one one page in Atomic Habits, again, I'm reference this book a little bit, don't underestimate how much our brains and bodies can do. We don't have to tell our hair to grow, your heart to pump, or your lungs to breathe. So don't don't underestimate how powerful your brain is. Like, and it's a muscle. The more you do something, the easier it's going to get. The more natural it's going to feel. The more of a like neural pathway you're going to create, and the stronger neural pathway pathways are going to be what creates that flow and ease in doing things. So like your neural pathway for walking, I mean, some people still struggle walking. I do sometimes. But that neural pathway is so ingrained in your brain, you don't even have to think about it anymore. You don't have to think about left foot forward, right foot forward. Like you don't have to think about stepping. It's so ingrained in there that it just happens. So you want to start trying to do this with good habits for you and things that will get you closer because your brain really is amazing how it works and it's so strong that by doing something over and over again it's going to learn that okay this is the way we do it so if you've been for months on end getting up checking your phone um replying to a few things and then say going for breakfast that's a neural pathway now like trying to get out of that is going to be hard because it's so ingrained in your brain but if you start to say or like say you put your phone in the drawer and you use another little alarm clock Make that new habit, turning off the alarm clock, getting up, having a stretch, going for breakfast. Like you can create new neural pathways and make them the stronger ones and the go-tos rather than the bad habits. So you also don't need to be aware of the cue for a habit to begin. So again, this is where your brain just starts seeing things and going, okay, this is next, this is next, this is next. This goes back to those neural pathways. It wasn't until about three weeks in that I was like, shit, I've looked at my phone every morning, first thing in the morning for the last few weeks. And that's because it was just so simple for my brain to go, oh, turn the alarm off, pick it up, scroll. Like it wasn't even something I thought about. And when you're still half asleep, you don't even think about that. It's just, it just becomes habit. And it's so like, it's not a good habit. So obviously to begin with, you're going to need to make Make the brain aware of these cues and go, hang on, no, okay, we're going to go this way today. We're going to change that up and take a different path. So it is possible to change things and build from something you already do every day. And this is habit stacking. So taking note of your habits and building from there. So like I said, get a new alarm clock. And the moment you click that alarm clock, you get up out of bed and you have a stretch or you journal or you... Maybe your ideal day is getting up and getting work done first thing in the morning. Stack those habits. Start by buying the <clears throat> buying the alarm clock, turning it like setting it for the morning, getting up, turning it off, and jumping straight out of bed, or even jumping out of bed to turn it off. Like put it on the other side of the room, make it so that you have to get up to go turn it off, and then from there, once you've got that easy. Start adding in the next thing and the next thing and the next thing and stack them and it's going to become so much easier and those neural pathways are going to form so much quicker and it's going to be so much better 
in the long run and in the longevity of building these habits and the strength of them and how easy they come. So habits really are this cool little thing that completely change your life because tiny changes lead to remarkable results. And by doing that, you are making it, one, easier for yourself and two, better for yourself by by building these little habits and creating new neural pathways and creating things that are going to get you closer to where you want to be and what your ideal life looks like. And now that's different for everyone. I can't sit here and tell you four really good habits to put in place that are going to work for you. You need to, and it is trial and error. You need to work out what's going to work, what's not, how you're going to make it work, why you want to make it work. Like these are all things that come into building habits. So you need to be able to sit down and be real with yourself and work out what it is exactly you want and how you're going to get there. And this is when, this is where you start to implement the habits and the way you in which you do things, which will get you to your goals, hopefully quicker. So I really hope you've all got something out of this episode. I really hope you would will sit down and find little habits that are going to work for you, even if it is something tiny to start with, because like I said at the start, you don't need to do a full 180. Just sit down, work out one little thing you can do every day that is going to get you closer and then reassess in a month's time and go, oh, hang on, this has really worked for me. This is getting me in my groove. And you will have noticed other habits will form from that, like starting with one little thing and telling your brain that how you're doing everything now is not the way it has to be. It can change. It will start to pick up on the better path and the better things once you are clear on what your goals are and where you want to go so yes I would 100% recommend Atomic Habits by James Clear one of the best reads and I would also recommend sitting down he does have activities in the book um, as well but like sitting down and working out what habits are going to help you and why they're going to help you and how they're going to help you and how you're going to do them um but yes, so I hope you all really enjoyed this episode. And if you have any questions on anything, let me know. Um, I Message me on Instagram or Facebook, wherever you have me. Um, I'll be more than happy to help. Um, but I hope you are all enjoying your day and enjoy the rest of your day, the rest of your night, whatever time it is, the rest of your weekend. It's Friday currently, so I'm so excited for the weekend. Um, my sister's coming up from Sydney tomorrow and I cannot wait to see her. So make sure you have something to look forward to this weekend or this week coming or even just today or tomorrow. Find something really exciting in your day or really something you're grateful for and look forward to that because it will change your mood for the whole day. So thank you once again for listening and I hope you enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Intentionally Me. I am so grateful you took time out of your day to listen and I hope you have learned something. I'm on Instagram at eilish.carney and at intentionallymepodcast. I hope to chat with you next week.